Hey guys, this is Keith. And this is Jesse. And this is New Player Has Joined, a podcast about the big games people love and why they love them. And oh man, do we have a fun one today, Such Keith. a fun Such one. Such a fun one. We're joined by a uh, longtime friend. Best friend. Best friend. Okay, Best geez, friend. I'm right here. Best friend. I'm right here, Of both Keith. of us. Okay, fine. We're joined by Mr. David the, Ebert. The Ebert. The Ebert. Uh, as we talk about Banner, Banner Saga. Saga. Fun game. Fun game. Fun, Fun game. guy. Fun guy. Deep, interesting conversation. We go way back with Dave, so it's very, it's very, all the feels are there. All the, oh, God, oh, we sound like feels. a BuzzFeed article. Oh, all the feels you can choose between Ooh. what you think you're going to be in the quiz. Here it's are, always a sandwich. Here are 13 different That's So Raven gifts to explain how this episode feels. That's So Raven. You're no, s- That's So Raven. <laughs> no, That's So Raven. I don't think you understand what that reference Banner means. Saga is a fantastic game, and Dave talks about all the joys and delights he has. With it, there you go. That's that's a pretty good. Well, that's pretty a pretty good, good intro pretty good. for what it's this also. Be. It's so raven. Oh god. I oh hate this. so good. This is new player has joined. They'd be like, "Oh, here's your gun." Like that's they'd just be like, "Yeah, good, you're here," because that means there's a guy sitting there like, "I gotta give this gun to someone." Hey, there you go. There's, there's a gun. Oh, for there's you. the guys. We don't keep track of these. <laughs> you just hand them off to the guy, the next guy that comes in. <laughs> uh, I haven't played Banner Saga in a little while, but I I could still hold court on the things that I liked about it. I, it's brand new to me. It's so like oh, the great. whole concept of it everything is great I was checking it out it's really, it's really awesome it's a very good game it's a very good game are, yeah. you, are you playing anything else right now um I play games uh, just on my iPad uh huh do they have names uh yeah, they're they're embarrassing because like they're basically like Candy Crush. Like one of them is called Idle Heroes. Okay. And the reason I like it is that it's like um, an experience farming game. You know, like like you're just trying to level up constantly to beat mm-hmm. different bad guys. Um, but there's like maybe seven different ways that you can uh, harvest XP and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Uh, and it works while you're away from the iPad. Like like it's time. Oh. Um, so uh, for a person that's very busy. It's a game. It's a very passive game. You're basically setting up a, a computer program on its own that will mine data for you and experience. Yeah. And you'll just like walk away and be like, and now I'm stronger having set that up. Well, wasn't, right. wasn't Mike playing a game? Our friend Mike was playing a game where he's like prisoners trying to escape and he has to be on for a certain amount of period of time because it was like real time. Essentially, he's like, I had to wake oh, up at like 1 a.m. to watch you. That's insane. That's bad. <laughs> that's not why we invented video games. It's supposed to be escape. In my mind, there's supposed to be an escape from the real world and entertainment like, of sorts. And if it becomes a job, then that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you want to go up that mountain? Okay, we well, have to walk with your iPad like five <laughs> miles if you want to go up that mountain. Think about anything in the world that woke you up at 1 a.m. If, if, if it doesn't pay money, that seems insane. I right? just want to remind you that you have a newborn child. Yeah. <laughs> that wakes you up in the morning at 1 a.m. And you go up to and go, are you going to give me any money? Yeah, no, no, no I try, I, I'm billing her. <laughs> and she'll never get out from under this. this no, is, no, no, this is, the, the People say college debt is really bad. I'm starting the college debt. I'm yeah. starting the debt that Parental Dave was debt. born. Yeah. 
parental day. And I expect I expect the check. You got the interest. dad thing down. <laughs> like literally every dad thing, which is like I just owes me money. My kid owes me money at the time. <laughs> I've already I've I've already invoiced her. <laughs> and she doesn't understand because you know she's like not even a year old. <laughs> So she doesn't get the math at all. I know, I know. If she really understood what this was doing, she wouldn't wake up in the night. She'd sleep. <laughs> so, I don't know. This it's, is poorly planned out. If it's a deterrent, she needs to know the ramifications of her actions, and she doesn't. She does. It's like when you go to a nice restaurant and you let them park your car, and then you leave, and they're like, it's $40. And you're like, I wouldn't have done this if I knew. <laughs> Hey guys, this is New Players Joint Podcast, a podcast about the video games people love and why they love them. Yes, it is. And today, we're going to talk about a video game. We're going to do something different. We're going to talk about a video game today. With somebody <laughs> we go back. With somebody we go back. Like one, every, with whom we go back. Every single person you've heard come on this podcast, we're not friends with them. We're not friends they're with them. They're kind people. They're very we nice. We enjoy them. They're very cool. But we can't claim that we know them intimately. Yeah, that we go back with that person. And today... We've got a friend of ours way back in New York, and not just back in New York, but the beginning of our time in New York. I mean, you know him from MTV's Guy Code, from uh, Joking Off, Masters you know him from Na- Masters of None, the wonderful David Ebert. Thanks, guys. Yeah. yeah. We're so happy to have you. <laughs> I'm so happy to be here. Welcome out to LA, buddy. I didn't realize, all your other guests are, they're, they're cool. <laughs> they're very cool. <laughs> I am definitely... Like the filler episode. <laughs> not, no, at no, not, not at all. Not at all. We consider ourselves the filler episode in every part of every episode. <laughs> so don't worry about that. And Dave, what game are we talking about today? Uh, we're going to talk about Banner Saga. Yes. Banner Saga. Banner Saga for the uninitiated Banner Saga. So, go ahead. Oh. So before we go in, uh, Jess, uh, Dave, when we were talking about games, uh, he was assuming we wouldn't want to talk about an app, but this is the first app game we've talked about. It's also a PC game. It's also yeah. a console game. But there are so many, like, the times change and then how much time you have with yourself during the day or if you're traveling or what have you. Like, totally, apps, absolute amazing gaming. Great games. Banner Saga is awesome. Banner Saga is a wonderful game. Uh, if you're unfamiliar, Banner Saga, Banner Saga. That's the most my Boston Banner. accent has ever snuck Banner Saga. Banner Saga. <laughs> Just sneaking ours in where they shouldn't be. Uh, if you're unfamiliar with Banner Saga, it is a strategy game, uh, kind of adult-themed. I like to think of it as a Game of Thrones video game, yes. essentially. That's how the developers um, pitched it to yeah, you. Yes. Uh, it takes place in a uh, Nordic landscape where you, as a human and or giant, are fighting off uh, an evil collective of kind of machine-like beings called the Dredge. Yes, um, it's great. It's a decision-based, uh, a decision-based game. It's just fun. I don't know. It's good. It's, it's it, beautiful. It relies on your decisions. And why they talk about Game of Thrones is everybody in Game of Thrones makes a choice, and right. that choice comes back to haunt them, or right. it's good, or it's a smart choice. In this game emulates that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You, you can get about 10 minutes into this game and see a character who was previously speaking just dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just happens. There are big life ramifications here. Yeah, and and your decisions, you know, like like the best of fantasy stuff, like you think you know the right choice, but mm-hmm. fantasy stuff is just designed to punish you, so it's right. like an, 
an old woman is on the road and seems very cold. Do you give her your coat? And you're like, sure. And it's like, she is a fire demon. And she's cut your heart out. She didn't need my coat then. You're dead. <laughs> totally I love unreasonable. The, I love the idea of a fire demon that's like, I'll kill somebody, but only if they're nice to me first. <laughs> it's, exact, like, it's exactly like that yeah. in these games. Uh, and in this game in particular, uh, yeah, they, they kill... Uh, character playable characters off, yeah. Uh, based on your decision, so it's not like, oh no, I lost him in battle. It's like, what decision you make before a battle will permanently alter if that person's with you, to the point where you can load in your characters from the previous game to the second Banner mm-hmm. Saga. Yeah. So your decisions in the first Ooh, game affect both games. That's really awesome. Yeah, it's this wonderful. This is way different than Angry Birds. By like by 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 a ton by yeah. a lot because yeah. in Angry Birds all the birds die you launch them with a slingshot into cement blocks so they're all dead we don't talk about that enough yeah those birds are dead there's a there's an option where if you angle your phone down like it angles down and sees just the bodies of all the birds <laughs> just a bunch of blue jays and cardinals smashed up against just two by fours oh, it's real fucked their faces are all mashed in and yeah like, yeah. But hey, as long as you also kamikaze those pigs, I guess we're fine. Yeah, the pigs are all fucked up too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you play, because Dave lives in New York, so right. that means a lot of traveling. Do you play this on the subway? Do yeah. Do you do it like a lot? Or was it? do you go home and pull out your iPad and play Banner Saga? Uh, yeah, so I, I have a lot of work I have to do, and that sucks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but when my brain is just totally cooked, uh, Banner Saga is a good one too because you don't need uh, an internet connection. Yeah, for yeah. To you know, to play it. So, um, being on the train, like, so now my commute way longer yeah. than mm-hmm. when before. Now so I now live, you're out in Long Island. I live on Long Island, so it takes me about an hour and a half, two hours to get anywhere. Driving? You taking the train? No, I take the train. Okay. Yeah, I walk down to the Long Island Railroad. You know, he's not driving his car with one hand and playing Banner Saga <laughs> in the other hand. <laughs> I've been in 18 accidents <laughs> since last night. Um. So yeah, it's uh, it's. I can I can get you know two three hours a day playing wow uh, well doing nothing else unless I have to do work like I said like I also treat the train like an office so right how many hours do you think you've logged in Banner Saga all totaled oh you know I I so I only did two playthroughs of the first one mm-hmm. and one playthrough of the second one mm-hmm. the kind of the way i do it is uh i'm i don't ha- i know i'm not going to have the time to play it the way i'd like to so i cheat and i go okay. online and i figure out which decisions are going to happen <laughs> cuz i'm like i just can't deal with the anxiety of losing people i like you know <laughs> that is uh 30 hours total each yeah about story 10, hours. 10 hours yeah so yeah hours i'd say i'd say even more cuz i really drew it out like i any battle you could go into i went into like i because there's a lot of things where it's like you can avoid a battle and i was like okay so you can avoid playing the game like (laughs) Uh, (laughs) hey hey you can avoid playing extra extra football games yeah by not making the playoffs that's not why i'm here yeah (laughs) that's really funny it's a yeah exactly like if mario started it's like do you want to skip mario i was like uh Except I do that, I guess. <laughs> you could, I you guess warp. If you think about Mario 3, yeah, you warp past but levels. Now, to me, this is like, you can jump on Bowser, or you can sign this letter, and he will go away from you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's kind of like that. Sign a peace tree with Bowser. Bowser has reluctantly agreed to give Princess Peach back. 
a tense peace overtakes the game. <laughs> okay, so I just live in this weird ceasefire for the rest of Mario's existence. But yeah. uh, Dave, you're, uh, you're, so you're a fan of Game of Thrones. Does it feel like you're kind of like in that same sort of world? Uh, you know, I actually would not compare them because okay. uh, Game of Thrones has a very uh, HBO sensibility of like sex and violence, mm-hmm. whereas this game has a much... Old, older old world sense to it where yeah. it's about honor and oaths and without being like put on like people aren't overly sentimental um, it feels to me like if Game of Thrones starred nothing but Peter Dinklage it's it's Tolkien but with more of an edge yeah maybe yeah it, it's you know it, it's kind of written in the brutal style that I, I associate with Scandinavian people where Scandinavians are like I have a daughter, and then she died. What can you do? Bury her and move on. You know, like... And the, everybody's Borat. That's an important yeah, thing. This, to... this is my Polish accent. <laughs> yes, you miss. Jesus. Uh, I can't believe you just whipped out that actual... <laughs> you went like, for the actual I feel like everybody's Borat. I'm like, don't, don't. Everyone's Borat. <laughs> <laughs> Why will it not die? Why uh, will it not Die. I'll bring it. I'll I'll bring it back. <laughs> every time it hasn't that, left, Dave. Yeah, every time that you're confident, you're like, maybe today's the day that everyone's done. Like from a million yards away, you're gonna hear me like, my wife. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it's terrible. it takes it like Swedish lore is kind of like more Swedish harsh. Scandinavian. Scandinavian. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, like you know, characters do die very abruptly, and the world is falling apart. That's mm-hmm. that's yeah. the whole. Crux yeah, of the at, whole at the beginning of the game, the sun has stopped moving, which really just means that the earth has stopped yeah, moving. Because I saw in the second one, it's more like everything's dead, kind of. Like yeah. it's darker and like more yeah. snow and stuff. But, but the, right. the premise of, of the original game is that uh, the sun is just hanging in the sky and hasn't moved for weeks. Mm-hmm. And there's also this giant serpent like shadow that's been seen about. Yeah. Uh, that is terrifying. And the serpent-like shadow is a giant serpent that is here to devour the world. Wow. It is the end times in the game, and on top of everything else, the dredge, these robotic beings, have returned after years of being banished to the north, this cold, frigid place beyond a wall. Sound familiar? Yeah, so it's super not fair to compare it to uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, the, and the dredge are interesting because, like, you know, they're obviously the bad guys in it, uh, and they're creepy. Some yeah. of them are super creepy. Like, the character design is incredible. Yeah. Uh, but uh, there are, you know, th- there's dredge mommies and dredge babies, yep. and they make a point of letting you know that, which is, you know, terrible. Uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's a Warcraft thing. Is orcs in Warcraft, they may seem like they're these, like, evil, chaotic, things. evil things, and then it's like, oh, no, there's little baby <laughs> orcs yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, this game goes a long way in humanizing its antagonist. On both counts, the serpent and the dredge are both humanized, and you're like, oh, well, what what does it mean to fight a battle to save the world against these beings that might have exactly the same motivations and rights that I do? Right. It's, you know, it's like, obviously, the world's falling apart, so it's shrinking resources, shrinking areas that are safe, and people are going to war about that. That's yeah. like the start of the first game, is people, refugees, fighting mm-hmm. to get into a city uh, to be safe. And that's how we start it, is, is this um, life-or-death battle to uh, not be murdered by the dredge. Man, feels real familiar to a world that is just like running out of everything and dying. 
Uh-huh. Sounds real familiar, guys. Real familiar. Real familiar. Real. Water's gonna be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> so what... What is it initially about this game that draws you in, first impression-wise? Oh, art design. Art? Yeah, it looks yeah. beautiful. Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, in the game, the instead of graphics that are... Um, I'm pretty sure this is the way it works in this game. Instead of graphics that are 3D, 3D rendered um, CPU graphics, uh, they... Um, they're animations, frame-by-frame frame animations right. that are triggered. So each character uh, can move on four different axes mm-hmm. um, in the grid. So that means that each character has four different sets of identical animations that can play out uh, and interact with other characters. So the it's done like an old cartoon, mm-hmm. you know? And, that's the, and then uh, even when they're static, they do just enough... Uh, enough animation facial, to yeah. it. Yeah, there's there's uh, hair and clothing blowing in the wind. There's eyes squinting. If they're like, mm, I don't know about this character. Well, it, and they've got the, they cheat depth. You can so when you're in a dialogue option. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know this until I was playing the second game. You can slide over the screen mm-hmm. and just stare like take in the full. Uh, backdrop that's been drawn. Oh, I didn't even that's really that. cool yeah. because also Dave is an artist and is an amazing graphic artist, mm-hmm. so he has like appreciation of the knowledge. Be like that is hard. That looks good. That uh, takes skill. Like that's great. In my mind, I look at stuff like this and I'm like, just why aren't we doing this more? Yeah, yeah. this is beautiful. We love it. It's like Cuphead that yeah. just came out. Like, yes, Cuphead yep. works the same yes. way, where it's these uh, hand drawn frame by frame animations beautiful. that are triggered. Yeah. We all go nuts for him. I guess we don't do it because it takes a long time. Indie games. Yeah. It's all, it's indie culture I, because big games yeah. like EA, a lot of these companies do. It's like they make Far Cry, they make Call of Duty, they make Battlefield. They build an engine and then they try to make as much money as possible off of that engine. Yeah. The new Star Wars game that just came out, that's the same engine as Battlefield 1, as mm-hmm. the first Star Wars, as like right. Battlefield, Future Battlefield, all those games. So essentially, like, Somebody, teams come across and like Cuphead or Banner Saga is like, I want to go make a great game. I don't want notes. Yep. I don't want to, I want me and my friends to just go make a great game that we want to go play. This game is awesome. It's gorgeous. No, like not even like as a gamer standpoint for somebody to make an app and to make an app video game where that game is really great. That's really impressive Mm -hmm. because so many tropes are Angry Birds, Mm -hmm. Flappy Bird is like a social commentary on how stupid apps are, and that thing blew up. Yeah. Like, yeah. there's so many things about apps. So when somebody goes, I'm going to make an app, and I'm going to make it like an amazing game where people can't even shit on it, because there's so many gamers that would shit on most games, and this is a game that, like, far and away, like, reviewed heavily, like, this is amazing. It's game. a very positive very game. Very positive game. Also, uh, are you familiar with uh, Pyre? Oh, uh, P-Y-R-E? Yes. Yes. No. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> If it was P-I-R-E, yeah. yeah that, was, that was a very classic vaudevillian joke. <laughs> hey, you see somebody run by? Was he this tall wearing this, wearing that? Yeah, never, heard never of seen him. him. Never heard of him. Uh, I didn't know same. I didn't know if it was like funeral pyre or like a cool abbreviation of vampire. <laughs> Not vamp. Vamp wouldn't be the cool abbrevi- yeah, maybe, abbreviation. Yeah, you can see some pyres over there. <laughs> Who's your favorite pyre? Probably Acula. <laughs> uh, pyre is uh, an good. indie game by the by the people who did Bastion and who did Transistor. And the art and uh, 
maybe it's 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 a strategy indie game with a very cool backstory of uh, and beautiful art that I think you should check out if you like Banner Saga. Oh yeah. Um, and really anything, any of those three games. Play Bastion. Play Transistor. Play, play Fire. Fez. If play you haven't Fez. Played Fez. Um, yeah. It's just a beautiful graphics that That's great. that will blow your your brain apart. I'm constantly searching. So basically, the only thing that I can really play and enjoy is something that I don't have to be engaged with at all times. So like yes. first-person shooters aren't as good. Mm-hmm. Um, so grid strategy, grid-based RPGs are perfect. Where you like, there's turn. It's yeah, turn-based, it's turn-based, and you yeah. Uh, so I play as many of those as I can. So. Uh, it, uh, Banner Saga, and then I just played uh, Warhammer's mm-hmm. uh, uh, Warhammer and Warhammer 40k, uh, and um, uh, oh, Baldur's Gate. So I play all old Baldur's games as well. Gate Baldur's Gate too is available on the iPad. Do, so, uh, so we. I want to talk about this more in detail because Dave just had a child, and it's mm-hmm. very. Awesome and cool and not that impressive. <laughs> I mean, if we're being it. real about it, billions of and people everybody do it all the time. Um, but Dave can still appreciate games, and obviously, he's not jumping on the console so people can look at him and be like, "You're not doing anything." He has to pick his time. So the fact that all these good games are coming out on iPad and they're mobile mm-hmm. is honestly positive for like dads or whoever are busy. They want to play games. Moms and dads who need that break from that child who's just. Waking up at one, uh-huh. racking up that debt. And uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Really, really putting themselves in a hole. Um, <laughs> I, uh, uh, yeah, that's why. That's uh, so. I have a Wii U. That's the um, well. My brother-in-law just gave me an Xbox that I literally haven't touched yet. <laughs> yeah. Um, but um, the Wii U, uh, I, I had played Breath of the Wild on that because you can take the console. Yeah. In, you know the mm-hmm. handheld. I, like I think about the Nintendo Switch, and I'm like. They're showing everybody, like, look, we're at a party and we're playing the Switch. And I was like, be honest, have a guy taking a shit yep. with the Switch. Yeah. And everyone's like, that's what this was made for. Yeah. I get it. The just one- a, a dude on a bus being cramped by two way bigger, fatter dudes, just like, okay, but I've got my Switch right here. The, for right. the one I got, because before I saw a Switch, I was like, that's stupid. Like, I'm like, I can't get behind it. The one that I saw the picture was two guys on an airplane. Guy had a Switch, turned to the guy to the right of him, was like, do you want to play Mario Kart with me? And they played Mario Kart the whole time on the plane. Like, that's there's cool. stuff that, like, that's cool. Like, that's an experience you can have with somebody because no one's ever going to turn down Mario Kart ever at any <laughs> point. Like, no, don't, like, don't ever trust any individual who says no to a game of Mario Kart. Ever. That's true. Ever, essentially. Like, wouldn't. So, like, there are times to switch. Like, I've heard friends, like, we do shows at UCB. I've heard, like, the tech people at UCB when Breath of the Wild came out would literally be like, all right, improv show starts and back to Breath of the Wild. I'm going to yep. play this while I'm working. Yeah. I mean, God, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, just... I'm thinking of all the improv shows I've ever done in my life, and I'm thinking, would I have rather watched my show or played a Nintendo Switch? <laughs> played Zelda, not even Nintendo Switch. Oh, like, my God. A great game. Are you kidding me? The best show I've ever had in my life. The worst Zelda game ever. <laughs> Zelda I, by far. I think if it even was, um, there's an improv show in your living room, or you have to get on a train and go to a bar to play Zelda for an hour, <laughs> I think I'd still play Zelda. <laughs> So when you're playing Banner Saga, uh-huh. are there any characters you've lost that you're like that have emotionally impacted you? Oh, there's these twins mm-hmm. um, in it. I can't remember the twins' names. The two blonde male twins. Mm-hmm. Uh, just assume their names are something like Mjorn and Forn. You yeah. know, like that's <laughs> everybody's names. Everybody's name is a synonym for fjord. I think. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, 
one of the, I fucked up and one of them died. Just one. Did you have to start yeah. the game over? Did you want to? No. No, you're just like, I, I, I got to own this. I mean, on the other hand, there's two of them, so <laughs> I still have one. And so people have twins. Insurance. You know? And then, well, and then also at the end of the first game, you have to make a decision about right. a really significant decision. Right. So at the and, end of of the first Banner Saga, one character will die and one will live, mm-hmm. and the characters are related. Mm-hmm. And you have to make a choice: who will it be? And here's the problem: morally, it makes sense for one of the characters. Right. Gameplay: the other character is way better. Right. And, and then they did that on attacks. purpose. Right. So yeah, and I was like, well. I'm sad to see this morally correct choice go, but I want to be a badass in battle. Come on. I got to win future battles. So just so we're clear, you let the daughter die. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. Because I was thinking about trying to do future battles with her who, like, she's got, like, an arrow. Like, her special <laughs> like, isn't that good. Yeah. Uh, Dad's special is, like... Uh, he kills everyone around him instantly. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah, I'll, ta- I'll keep him. He's the best. This so. guy becomes a dad, and all of a sudden he thinks the father in the game <laughs> is the coolest thing in the world. Yeah, he's a good... Dads are cool, you know? Jump in? Yeah, let's do it. Oh. Let's jump in. No, no. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Here we go. It's time for How Well Do You Know Your Favorite Video Game? A simple trivia game, Dave, in which you'll be given three seconds to answer each one of these questions. And every single question is definitely about the game. There's definitely, no secret. There's definitely there's about no the game. bits at all. It's, there's we're definitely not. no okay. chance a bunch you of the know questions us, are going to be You know comedic. we're serious continuously. We're super Great. serious people. Here all right, we go. We've, we've entered a verbal contract. I believe you guys <laughs> will not fuck with me. We okay. owe you money. Go. How well do you know your favorite video game, Banner Saga? Question one. What happens to your banner as the size of the caravan increases? Uh, it grows. It gets yes. more writing on it. There you go. Yeah. It gets longer with more writing. Question two. What is the name of the in-game currency used to purchase supplies? Uh, damn. Money. Shit. <laughs> money. Not shit, shit. Not money. Right. Uh, renown. 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 Question three. Oh, renown. Renown. Oh, oh. <laughs> I didn't think of that as a currency. I thought of that as like a... It's I was legal. thinking like coins, like shekels or something uh, like that. That's literally how yeah, you no, purchase supplies. Yes, of course. <laughs> Question three. Which snake, whose untreated bite is almost 100% fatal, is the world's fastest snake on land? Uh, uh, the uh, Black Mamba. The Black Holy Mamba's shit! Correct. Yeah, I can't believe you got that oh, one. Oh, fuck. Okay. All right. You have to get every single question correctly (laughs) from here on out. (laughs) Didn't get currency, but he did a random one. (laughs) Question four. That blew my mind. Question four. What is the name of the dredge leader who serves as the game's antagonist? The Bellower. The Bellower. Very nice. Question five. If a tree falls in the woods and nobody is around to hear it, who cares? Uh, 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 my mother. I'm sorry. The correct answer was not me. me. A tree murdered my father. Uh, Question six. (laughs) The vocals in the game's music were performed in what language? Uh, uh, Norwegian. Icelandic. Icelandic. So close. What, Icelandic. What language is that? It's the closest to Viking, so they use Icelandic. Question seven. When Michael Jackson sang the song Smooth Criminal, was he singing about a baby who committed arson? No. I'm sorry. The correct answer is, is I, I don't, don't know. know. Question don't know. eight. What's eight times seven? Uh, 56. Yes. yes. Question nine. What is the term for the enormous rocks engraved with ancient carved faces that appear throughout the game? Godstones. Correct. What are the four races shown in the game? Uh, dredge, 
Varl, humans, and there's like a horse person. Yeah, horse boy. Question 11. Uh, actually, no, what? You know what? Before I move on, um, <laughs> we want to get your opinion on this. We're going to edit this part out. As a writer, do you think that this, that this game works? This is very funny. I really mm. like this game. I'm sorry. The correct answer was, oh my God, I love this game. It's ah, so funny. Fuck, fuck, you got me. Ah. <laughs> I'm oh not finished God. with it. It's, oh my God, I love this game. It's so funny. I want to build an entire city and call it Laughington just so you can both be the mayor. Was the correct answer? Oh, was the correct answer? Question 12. What is the name of the animals that carry supplies in your caravan? Oxen? Ooh, yaks. 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 Question 13. Godfather 3 was a bad movie, but wasn't it also kind of a good movie? Yeah. No, no, we, no, we, we just, just said it was a bad movie. It was we just said it was a bad movie. movie. This but, has been How Well Do You Know Your Favorite <laughs> Video Game. Dave, pretty good, actually. You know your snakes very well. You know well. your snakes wow. very well. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's great? I didn't know I knew that. Yeah. That was, one of those things. That was so impressive. <laughs> like, when Jesse's like, he asked me that question yesterday, I was like, are you serious? Like, we're going to ask that question? I had no idea. Wow. You nailed it. Was it. so impressive. Great. Uh, I, I love that we got you with question 11. We fucking lied to you and you Oh, barn. man, you got me. We fucking lied what, was, what was the last question again? Uh, Godfather 3 was a bad movie, oh. but wasn't it also kind of a good movie? I was saying, I was covering because I've, I've never seen it. I was, oh. I, so I, was, I was hoping you guys would like. Can I make a recommendation? Yeah. Don't see it. It's oh, bad. Okay. It's a bad movie. Did you see one yeah. and two? You've seen Godfather. I've seen one. Oh, okay. Oh, man. I haven't seen two. Two's the, the best one. That's what I hear. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one and two, you don't need to watch three. You yeah. don't watch three. So I want to go back to something that you mentioned beforehand. Uh, the fighting and the decision-making causes you to have anxiety. Oh, yeah. So you go through online walkthroughs to figure out how best to play the game. Yeah. This is fascinating to me. This is interesting. This is the kind of stuff that, I'm, that, I'm, uh, that I really like delving into, the emotional response to a video game and how people deal with it. Mm -hmm. A lot of people will say that a walkthrough, a cheat code, anything like that takes away part of the game because it takes away the feeling of, um, uh, of accomplishment that accompanies the game, the mm. reward factor. Mm. You don't suffer from that at all, it seems. Not even a little bit. Not even a little bit. No, the the, the sense of accomplishment I get is, he, what, I, what I'm doing is I'm interacting with a story. Mm -hmm. That's it. So, like, nobody watches a movie and, like, they're like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Like, it's not like a movie would be good if it might turn off several minutes in or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, if, the, if there's a chance that the power goes out while you watch it. You know, like, that's... Or I just I'm 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 interacting and experiencing this story. So, however I go through that, I'm still I don't know the whole story. I'm still mm -hmm. finding it out. Yeah. Um. I like to optimize. I like to. I, I used to read Choose Your Own Adventures as a kid, and mm -hmm. I would like yeah. flip really quick and find out what was going to be the longest one and just oh, read that one. Interesting. Because is it fun? Is it fun if you're reading it and you're like. Uh, blah blah blah. You open the door, a, an axe falls into your head, and like they're two pages into the choose your own adventure. That's not fun. It's right. not fun. It's also man, what a dark choose your own adventure book you were reading as a little kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that one was called uh, Axe House. Axe House. <laughs> axe House. The Axing. Yeah, yeah. Is, well, that's a sequel. You're right, right. Yeah, yeah. Is that just this game you're uh, playing part of the story, or is it like most games that that tracks you to? Like, do you want to play stories? Do you want to like see? Yeah, oh, story, stories. What I got into this game for? Like, yeah. that's why all games. Like, I, I don't care about um, first-person shooters. Really, I, yeah. I enjoy playing them. They're right. fun, but I don't seek them out. Yeah. 
uh, I only seek out RPGs for the most part. That's so, great. Scale of one to ten. How is imp- how important is it for you to be good at video games? Oh, like three. I don't okay. have to be good. Awesome. Yeah. At all. Yeah. No, I totally get that. And I'm way into games that have multiple ways to win because mm-hmm. I love game mechanics. I, I think about it all the time. Um, one of my favorite games is Disgaea, uh, which is another grid-based strategy RPG game where everything is levelable and customizable, mm-hmm. and, and I'm so into that. Um, I love games that instead of having a super challenging bad guy you have to beat, there's the option to, okay, I can leave, I can level up more, I can level up more, I can right. put time in, and then he'll be a lot easier to beat rather than, like, pure skill. There's a game called XCOM, and it's basically like this. Have you heard of XCOM? XCOM is a game where aliens uh, invade Earth, and you don't know how to beat them, and there's a bunch of different ways you can go up, and you have a certain army and squad that you have to keep alive. So every single choice you make could possibly kill your whole squad. It's like you don't see anything. And so you have to pick the right research. You have to do the right thing. So it's kind of the same way where it's like the story's progressing, but if you just mess up in any ways, like the whole game's over and you have to start over. Yeah, I guess it's the start over aspect that I'm like, this feels futile, which is why I'm like, wouldn't it make sense for me to just find out? Yeah. <laughs> like, shouldn't I be rewarded still? Like, it's like, wow, he had the thought to look online. That's a resource. That's... He figured it out. So do you, uh, an online walkthrough is just a mechanic of every game. Uh, yeah, it, I think it should be. A, I think that video games should have the walkthrough in the game. <laughs> I do. You know, it's so funny about how long video games have been in our lives. Yeah. That I can't tell you which came first. I can't tell you if I was attracted to them because of the story or if I became a person that wanted to write and, and draw and create stories because of the games I played. Did you? Mm. What, what was the first game you played? Well, the first one, I Mario. Mario. You're yeah. right. Right. That's the very first but one. But what was the first game that, that pulled you in, in that you're like, yeah. ooh, stories? Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. Oh, man, Jesse's baby. favorite. Mm-hmm. One of them. One of them. <laughs> yeah. My, might be ten, might be seven. I want you to try and delve back all the way to Final Fantasy VII and... If, if we're discussing, you know, which came first, the chicken or the egg, what's the causation? Did you like stories or did you learn to love stories? Mm-hmm. Um, what's that moment in Final Fantasy VII that makes you, like, when you look back at it, you're like, that was the thing. Oh, well, when they killed Ares. That's it? I, um, I was, I don't even know, I was maybe 10 or mm-hmm. 11, and I, like, I cried. Like, yeah. I, I felt, I felt, I felt weird. Let's be honest. I think I might have had like a crush on a video game character. <laughs> Most people do. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. I, I'm so embarrassed as an adult because it's like, who was your first crush? And I was like, I think probably like Sailor Moon. Because <laughs> like, she, like I'd watch Dragon Ball Z and then the credits for Sailor Moon would be on and like she'd be in this dress and like just like looking very wistful. And I was like, she seems like, like romantic, you know? And then, <laughs> So, yeah, so I'm, it's so embarrassing to be like, no, no, I think I was attracted to something some there's sweaty fat guy drew. Uh, there's so <laughs> many like there's so many things where like like Space Jam was a female rabbit where everybody's like, that's kind of hot. Wow, I need to go walk away. Like there's that yeah, moment yeah. where like you're like, why is that bunny attractive? Or you just say something uh-huh. weird that you're do you, like, do you, Cut you have that any up. idea how many women I know whose first uh, crush was Aladdin from the animated movie? <laughs> I mean, he's dope. He's, he's really dope. cool. He's dope. He's a he's a great guy. He's kind. He's generous. He's ripped. There you go. If we bring it back to Banner Saga, the end is beautiful. The end uh-huh. is touching. 
emotionally effective. It brings together everything I think that you've said is great about the game. The art design is beautiful. The music becomes haunting. Um, the decision comes into play of who dies and who lives. And this story finally comes to this very, very, like, emotional, bittersweet conclusion. It becomes a... It, it does become a movie, and it does become... Or a novel, or whatever other medium of storytelling you want it to be. And you know that because it affects, it affects you emotionally. Yeah. The same way that Ares dying makes uh, a, a child cry who's been playing the game... Banner Saga ends, and you kind of have this moment of like, oh, Jesus. Uh-huh. Like, it hits you right in your gut. Uh, an app did that. An app did that. Yeah, I think I think my very favorite games are the ones that create such a world that's not just a visual world, but like a world of language and a world of events that when I'm done, I, it changes how I look at the world outside of it. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe not forever, but it's a tool. It's a, it's a tool in my kit now. Yeah. Where you know I play Banner Saga and I'm like, wow, the world is really harsh, but you just have to keep going anyway. Right. And that's a crazy thing to take away from a video game. Right. Where like they just keep hammering through, like everything's bad, but there's it's hopeless, and they keep fighting yeah. without big grandiose speeches. That it's just life. I just carry, yeah, it's a lesson I take from that game into life about... Game yeah. of Thrones, to me, is like, it's going to end with, it was all like in Sansa's head. <laughs> 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 or like she just thought about it, because when you really think about it, it's like, oh, where are your parents? And then like thought, 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 all these things, all this like aggression, all this stuff, like... The the uh, uh, like the the queen of dragons, all this stuff, and then she's like, "Oh, they're dead," and like that's it. And they continue the conversation, like that's like passe to be like, "Oh, this bad thing happened," but really, Game of Thrones bringing you through all of that to really yeah. show like what that means, and you experience that too, like like the second game. It's like there's now a history with this person, and you've yeah. like connected with yeah. them, and so now to you, they're like, "This is their specific person, how great they are." You see the experience on them. Mm-hmm. You should definitely play Bastion. Yeah. Bastion is a game that will create a world uh, with new rules and characters and a story that, while very simple, is beautiful and uh, and engaging. And at the end, I'll give you a few choices that'll really... It'll help, it'll help you feel things. Or if not, play Lo- Leisure Suit Larry. Oh, uh, just go back yeah. and play that. Oh, that game's great. It's yeah. like you're a little small guy and you hit on women. Yeah, That's yeah, a fucking yeah. disgusting piece of trash. <laughs> Uh, do you want to do the? the... You want to you want to follow up? You want to get get that second game going? Let's get that second game. Let's going. Get that second game going, Dave. Uh, you're about to take part in a game that we like to call "Who Just Killed Me." <laughs> uh, so sometimes, Dave, when we're online and we're playing something like uh, a first-person shooter, the one we've been playing a lot this last year is Destiny Two. When we're playing it, you'll get killed by somebody, and it'll tell you who that person is. It'll give you their their PlayStation name or whatever. There's a pattern to it. Mm-hmm. There, Yeah, there's definitely a type of name for the people who kill you. Uh, the, the kind of names that people choose for their online selves. So this uh-huh. game is... Uh, who is this person that wrote this name down? Yeah. Oh, great. That's let's what try this, to, let's, let's yeah. try to profile this human who chose to have this name as their account name forever. I love it. First one. 
Blaze and Weed. That's all capitals, B-L-A-Z-E, underscore N, underscore W-E-E-D. All capitals. This is a single mother. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think. It's always marijuana. It, it always, does. Yeah. It's always marijuana. It's I, always marijuana or it's 69. And it always makes me feel like it's this 13-year-old boy who's just so insecure because he's been told by the world that, it, like, if you don't smoke weed, if you don't have sex, then, like, you're a fucking loser. And so he's just like, no, I do these things. Uh-huh. I'm a cool guy. And then moment he's 69 and smokes weed, he's like, that was fine. It <laughs> 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 wasn't as crazy as I thought it was going to be. He's a guy, he's a kid that, um, uh... Wears clothing he bought from a street fair. <laughs> you know those big tents with all yeah. those t-shirts oh, and it's yeah. like Stewie or like Bazinga. Like, yeah, yeah. This kid exclusively <laughs> Bazinga. Those clothes. This kid has an uncle that got him a t-shirt for his birthday, and the t-shirt is the like the uh, the man and woman symbols from restrooms, but they're getting married, and it says "Game Over." <laughs> and, that, and that T-shirt really, like, kind of did uh, an emotional number on the kid, and he doesn't know it yet. And his parent and the kid's parents fucking hate that uncle so hard for that. <laughs> I still think it's a single mother. Uh, <laughs> second one. Let's go number two. Asians are cool. Sixty-nine. The letter R. But otherwise, Asians full word letter R full word cool. Number six nine. That means a ton of people said that Asians are not cool, so he had to clarify. <laughs> Do you think that's what it was? I don't know what that was. I I hope he's Asian. White guy. You think white? <laughs> I totally think. Um, I think we've talked about this before. Somebody pointed out that one of the funniest things about the alt right is that they're uh, super racist, but that all the dudes want to marry Asian women. <laughs> <laughs> And I, I definitely, it's it's that trope, it's that old, that sweaty white guy trope of just like being of being obsessed with the quote unquote culture of Asian women. It's like, no, dude, you're a fucking gross skeezy dude. Because that's the thing is like they don't want. They, it's not like they're like, yeah, and I just love uh, kimonos. And I love, <laughs> I love the Japanese what culture. They, what they love is the idea of a girl that doesn't speak English that has to do whatever I ask. <laughs> yeah, it's really fucked up. It's really fucked up. That's who I picture when I see Asians are cool 69. But that's just me personally. It could, it could totally be just like a, a 45-year-old Asian woman who's like, no, this is me. Sure. <laughs> She's like... Asians are cool. I'm Asian. I'm proud of it. And also, I think 69 at the end is hilarious. <laughs> it could be that. It could be. I, but it's not. It's a 45-year-old white dude who's uh, gross. I just want to throw this out there that there's a Venn diagram somewhere that's just one circle overlapping. That's men that are into Asians and men that will be the first to marry robots. <laughs> I feel like that statement's gonna get me a lot of trouble. No, uh, that was the most perfect. Uh, I think you're not making you're making a statement about these men. It's that's not, what I'm that's, saying. You're not making a statement. I'm against- not saying Asians are robots. <laughs> nope. I'm saying the men that I, that are in America that identify as being attracted to Asians. When we edit this, can you go? Uh, Asians are robots. Asians are robots. <laughs> Asians are robots. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Did you think there's a reason I'm being quiet right now? It's because I don't have to edit any of this out as long as I look okay. <laughs> Uh, third one. Third one. Mary Poppins boy toy. All one word. All one word. All spelled out. Mary Poppins boy toy. I mean, uh, where who? do you begin? Bert? <laughs> Is it Bert? <laughs> from Bert and Ernie? No, Bert from Bert. Mary Poppins. Dick Van Dyke. <laughs> oh, I wish I'd gotten that sooner. <laughs> 
I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how to start profiling this person. I think because I respect how weird the name is. Yeah. That I could see myself doing it and being like, this is funny. This is the fourth name they came up with. This yeah. was, that one didn't work. That one didn't work. That one didn't work. Okay, screw it. I'm just going to do the most random thing I can think of. Oh, that worked? Okay, fine. Well, well if Crocodile done me 420 wasn't <laughs> then I guess I'll land on Mary Poppins' boy toy. I, I feel like it's got to be something a little deeper. Like, this is this is a grown man mm-hmm. who has an active obsession with Mary Poppins. Like, shelves are full of figurines from the movie in glass cases. Or he's a really weird eight-year-old kid. Oh, worse. Yeah, that's worse. <laughs> uh, I am once again going to go with a 45-year-old Asian woman who just thinks it's single <laughs> And I respect the fuck out of that. Uh, single woman again. Fourth single one. Woman. Last one, last one. I. Uh, this is all spelled out as one word again. Up your butt robot. Wow. I Like it's a bot? Like he had to like write code in for it for that. Like I don't up your butt bot. And again, I want to I want to remind people up your that butt bot sounds better. Up your butt robot sounds up your butt up robot. Your bu- up your butt bot. Yeah, it feels rhythmically like it's it uh, it slows you down. Yeah, it's it a bad like name. Up your butt is a descriptor of what the robot does. It feels like it should be. It it does feel like that. This is one of those times where you wish you could have commas because up your butt robot is like that makes sense. Uh-huh. As something you'd yell at a robot who you hated. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, an up your butt robot just sounds like the worst evolution of the Roomba I can think of. <laughs> I, I mean, if there were commas involved, a lot of these names would be hilarious. Asians are cool 69, Brian. Uh, Blazing <laughs> Enweed, Ryan. Uh, Brian and Ryan. Brian, very. Uh, yeah. Mary Poppins, boy toy. Is that one more? <laughs> no, no. Then it's a then it's a descriptor. It's like you yeah. know, like so so public esquire Mary Poppins comma boy, boy toy. toy. <laughs> Professional boy toy. Oh, I'm glad you saved that joke because mine wasn't good. <laughs> so we have one more game to play. We've got well, not so much a game, so much as uh, a, a quick l- survey. A quick survey. A quick survey. That we do we with do everybody. With all of our guests, we ask the same final five questions of everybody, all okay. of which are completely original. There's right. definitely, we didn't rip one there of them off. There isn't one question from James Lipton behind the actor's studio. Yeah, yeah. There isn't one question. We did that not we rip off that. James Lipton at all. Let's start off, Gosh, Joe. I'm worried that you might have ripped <laughs> off James Lipton. I don't know what about how we said that or how the rest of this show has played out would made you think. We okay. lay it on pretty thick every episode, so we don't know what you're talking about. That's <laughs> uh, question one. If you could be any video game character, who would you be and why? Oh, um, yeah. Shy Guy. Who's from Mario? Shy Guy from Mario. Oh. Yeah. Why? Because he gets to hide behind a mask and he gets to cover his entire body in a blanket and for the most part he's left alone. Oh, man, Dave, we got to talk about what you just said for a second. And there's a question on here I'm scared to ask. Keith, Keith just... Like, bent over in his chair, covering his face. Not laughing, but kind of like, oh, no. Most people are like, I don't know, Superman? And you're like, who doesn't do anything? Yeah, man. Who gets to, <laughs> yeah, who gets to right? be alone? Let's be real. Most of the people who answer these questions answer these questions in a pretty depressing way. <laughs> but something about he gets to wear a mask and a blanket. Dave, I don't know if you know this. You want to go to a sex orgy? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's not, that's not my life. Do you I not just... want to be an eyes wide shut, but non-sexually? <laughs> 
<laughs> Shy Guy definitely is. He just came out of an Eyes Wide Shut party. He did. Oh, absolutely. But, but he didn't have any sex. He stood in the corner and was like, oh, I hope nobody looks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he was... He, 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 <laughs> he just, record, I don't know, operated the camera? I don't know. So Dave would like to be afraid at an orgy. That's what we've got. Mm-hmm. All right, question two. If you could get rid of one game in video game history, what would it be? Could be a series, a franchise. franchise. Sure. Because you hate the game, because you hate the people who like the, the game. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Grand Theft Auto. There you go. There you... <laughs> go yeah. in on it, Dave. Why? Have you ever met a person that loves Grand Theft? <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, <laughs> yes, yes, we have. Yeah, we have. Right? Dave. There's, there's no. Uh, we do a video game podcast. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we have. Pope, Pope Francis isn't like. Oh, and by the way, I love killing hookers. Like, good people don't love Grand Theft Auto. Anybody can have fun playing Grand Theft Auto. Mm-hmm. Right. Sure, and we've all had fun. But people that are like, oh, I think my favorite game is Grand Theft Auto. Right. It shouldn't be your favorite game. Shouldn't be your favorite game. <laughs> okay. That, make, a, that makes total sense. I agree with it. What a waste of an open world. You know? Like, it's just like such an incredible... Are you talking about L.A. or in the game? I'm talking I'm talking about the game. Yeah. I will say that L.A. <laughs> LA is an incredible waste of an entire city. <laughs> That's how I describe places I don't like. Specifically <laughs> what a, LA. What a waste of space this is. <laughs> Question three. This is one I was worried about. Uh, if you were to make up a video game title for your life, what would it be? Uh, it, it'd be called um, uh, Stay Alive Until She Gets to College. <laughs> The oh, least God. depressing answer we've gotten so far with this and yet, game. If you read just a little bit further into it, the most depressing. <laughs> hey, my daughter just turned eighteen. Goodbye. It's, well, it's not. I'm not gonna kill myself. It's, <laughs> it's just then I. Then I. Then I'm done. You have to fight for your life before <laughs> she goes to college. He thinks he's done when she goes to college. And then she has a grant. I, 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 no, like yeah, definitely she'll still want stuff from me after that. But I'm saying I no longer feel the. The biological obligation. <laughs> I don't think I've asked this. Dave, what's your daughter's name? Winifred. Winifred. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Question four. What one aspect of video game life do you wish was true in real life? Like things that happen in a video game yeah, that I'd love like, to have. Yep. Tropes. Uh, oh, like um, uh, random ass like chicken dinners being on the ground. <laughs> I love <laughs> I this. love that answer. I love that answer, and every single person's given a different answer, so it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. It could easily be like, I don't know, we all just get to like be invisible or something. I don't know. Yeah, no, I, I like it when you're like fighting on the street, and you're fighting a bunch of like punks and thugs, and, uh, and then there's just like, you're like, oh, I'm not feeling so good, and then there's just this chicken dinner <laughs> laying on the ground. That you pick up and... I don't even think you pick it up. I think you just walk over it and that's how you eat it. There's no trash on it or anything. That's, yeah. that's the part that's interesting to me, is that you just absorb food through your feet and calves. Yeah. <laughs> uh, final question. Now, again, we didn't steal any of these questions from James. James looked inside the actor's studio. Okay. If heaven exists, yeah. what would you like to hear God say to you when you arrive at the pearly gates? I think that it would be really cool if when I got there... Um, he just like gave me keys to my heaven house, <laughs> and then like left. like he chucked them to you. Wait, 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 let him finish. Let him finish. And then like I want to hear where this goes. And then like left me alone. <laughs> what are you, you shy guy? Shy guy. In reality, here's very the, much shy guy. Here's because everyone's like, I want God to look at me and be like, Hey, you were great. But then like 
Think about God. <laughs> think about the shit that God's pulled. That's not really a guy I really want his respect or admiration. Fair. I don't, I don't need it. The fact that he's lorded over this whole you could go to heaven or hell thing all of my life, like, it's a dick kind of move, isn't it? Is. it? It's a big dick move. I want to see, I want to... I want to be there when James Lipton goes to the pearly gates for the first time. So just God can be like, it wasn't that good of a show. (laughs) (laughs) God just starts doing sign language. (laughs) Dave. So we have two last questions, two final things. Yeah. What would you like to plug? Okay. And where's your favorite place to eat? Not in LA. It could be like anywhere you want. Oh, anywhere. Okay, great. Um, Plug. Um, so I'm out here shooting a show. Yeah. Uh, the show is called Ghost Story Club. It is going to be airing as part of Late Night Snack on True TV starting third week of January. I hear there are like a few guys who are playing cops in that show who are just fucking hilarious. Uh Uh-huh. There's some funny guys playing cops. Awesome. It's Keith and Jesse. (laughs) Um, anyway, so the show is Ghost Story Club. It's, um, it's very funny. It's kind of like, uh, uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark meets Drunk History, uh, it's um, yeah, that's all I got to say about it's it. Great. It's great. And awesome. like I said, third week, third week of January. So uh, you may have noticed we haven't started filming yet. So like in a month and a half, this whole show is getting produced. We'll promote it. We'll like push it out there right yeah. before the show comes great. out. Yeah, man. But what about your favorite place to eat? Oh, Queen's Comfort. Oh, yes. Yes. yes! Still, out of everything yes! you've had, it's still oh, Queen's yeah, Comfort. Man. Yes. Yeah. Oh, is the guy still working the door there? Uh, Avatar? Is yes. that his name? Yeah, Avatar's oh. still there. Look, I was watching Sesame Street the other day, because uh, now me and the baby, we watch it every morning. That's awesome. And they're like, uh, r- let's go to restaurants. And they went to Queen's Comfort. No. And Avatar's the guy that opens yes! the door. Yes. And oh then, my god! And then yes! I, I don't even—I don't know if this is too deep cut for you, but George, the server yeah. that's mm-hmm. missing part of his ear, yes. was the server. No, and I lost my mind. I was like, all of America saw this, that... and it's like me seeing some of my friends oh on TV. Oh my god! Uh, people listening, Queens Comfort is a is a restaurant in Astoria, Queens, in New York, and it serves amazing food. Um, Always packed. But if you're if you're gonna go to New York. And somebody recommends anywhere to go, and you're like, I want to go to Queens or go see Brooklyn. Go to Queens. Go to Queens Comfort. Shout out to Queens Comfort to all the people that work there, and especially to Avatar guys. Uh, Dave Ebert. Dave Ebert. Banner so great. Saga. Banner Saga. Ghost Story Club. New player has joined. Keith and Jesse. Dave Ebert. Goodbye. Who was your first crush? And I was like, I think probably like Sailor Moon. <laughs> <laughs> I was like-